following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Dr. John. We are indeed. High priest of New Orleans funk. Yeah. Um, Mac Revenac. That was his real name. Really? Yeah. Mac Revenac. Revenac. Dr. John. I had had all these sinus problems and had to see an ENT surgeon. Yeah. And his name was Dr. and he had a long... First name, it was an in, he was an Indian doctor. Yes, and his last name was John. So I tried to explain who why you called him Doctor John. Doctor John, there you go. Then they sent me into another specialist, Doctor Doctor Ralph Stanley. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Doctor John and Doctor Ralph Stanley. Those are my two doctors. I love it. Now only if your uh, dentist was named Doctor Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Teeth. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Where we jump right in and talk about what's going on. I'm going to jump in with the psalm for today, the Psalm 50. The mighty God, even the Lord, hath spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun to the going down thereof. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God hath shined. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. A fire shall devour before him and it shall be very tempestuous around about him. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together to me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice, and the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. That's Psalm 50. We have today uh, a special guest with us, Terry Samuel, who is the... uh, leader of the Kentucky Science and Technology Corporation. And we're going to get to hear a little bit about what you guys do today. Um, I know that you run some funds and help invest money into technology and administer some programs, but perhaps you can tell us a little bit about yourself before you uh, jump into what the um, KSTC does, Terry. Sure, no problem. Welcome, thanks. Terry, by the way. Yeah, Welcome. And I was going to say thanks for inviting me. Uh, yeah, thanks yeah. to Guy and, and, and Tom for um, reaching out and asking me to come in this morning. Sure. Uh, I've, been, I've been in Kentucky since 1985. I, I tell the story. I grew up outside of Boston. 
I went to my state university, University of Massachusetts. You guys may have heard of it. There was a guy there that coached after I was there. I uh, ended up in Kentucky. And uh, there was another guy that played there before I was there. Uh, Patino, I think. He came. Boy, we're getting really now. Hold it. So Patino played there. Calipari coached there. And somewhere in between, Samuel graduated from there. Yeah. And uh, that was probably a bigger thing to the university was when Samuel graduated than when Patino played or Calipari <laughs> coached. And uh, I went to this little job fair that they do on campus, and, and IBM yeah. was there, and IBM had tables for all these different uh, locations they had all over the Northeast, and then they had a table for Boca Raton, Florida. So anybody that didn't want to stay in the Northeast wanted to go to Florida. Yeah. And then they had this table for Lexington, Kentucky. How about that? And there was no line. And so I said, well, I'll never go to work there, but I'll go, I'll go over and talk to them because I hate waiting in lines. Right. Uh, so I went to talk to them, and, and they ended up offering me a job. And I came down here in 85, and they said, come down to Kentucky and spend a couple of years. And when you've been here a couple of years, we'll probably move you around. And IBM used to stand for I've Been Moved. Right. And did. They, they offered me jobs up in the Northeast. They offered me a job out in Denver, and I kept turning them down. In the meantime, I, I married – um, the love of my life, who I met at UMass, and, and uh, she moved down here. She was an attorney at the time, and her career was going well, my career was going well, and so I turned them all down, and then IBM got sold to Lexmark. Hey, yeah. Terry, when you came to IBM, were they still making typewriters? They were. They were. So I like to tell people, right. I gave this talk to these high school kids last year about, you know, just it was a sort of a graduation speech from a program they were in, and I said, I'm old enough that I got hired to automate a typewriter manufacturing line in America. (laughs) And I said, how many of you know what a typewriter is? And about third of the class. I said, how many of you have used a typewriter? There were probably 60 kids. Right. One kid raised their hand. Really? But they'd actually used a typewriter. So, yes, I came down to automate a typewriter line. I love it. Right out of college as an engineer. So I'm an engineer by training. Uh, I realized I wasn't all that good at that, so I went into management, and and uh, and, and I then I between IBM and Lexmark, I spent 31 years um, there. I uh, had roles in sales and finance and general management, and supply chain and service and R and D and all sorts of different manufacturing. Obviously, as I said at the beginning, uh, spent two and a half years in Singapore as a family. Tell us about that. What what was that like? I remember when you moved. Yeah. Uh, so, that was a big deal. So Guy and I go to church together. So all of a sudden, we left for two and a half years. And it's like, oh, they must go to the other service. <laughs> we uh, thought we'd lost you. Right. Yeah. So um, so we took our whole family. My oldest was did middle school. My middle, my middle daughter did second through fourth grade. And then my youngest did nursery school. Um, what was interesting is my youngest daughter is adopted from China. My older two are biological kids. And, and so Singapore is predominantly ch- ethnically Chinese, and you show up, and we, we went to church there, and we were known as the white family with the Chinese kid. You know? yeah. That's how they identified <laughs> us. Um, but Singapore, if you don't know Singapore, if you haven't seen Crazy Rich Agents, okay. uh, Singapore is literally just about the size of Fayette County. Really? Within a few square miles. Yeah. It's an island. It's at the tip of the Malay Peninsula. Um, a little bit of history is Malaysia used to be called Malaya, merged with Singapore in the late 50s as they both split off from the Brits after World War II. 
and Malaya took the SI from Singapore and became Malaysian. That marriage didn't last a long time. Right. They split. Singapore became its own country in 1965. And it's, a, it's an incredible country. Uh, as I said, about the size of Fayette County. It was about 5 million people when we lived there. Uh, but still very green. It's a tropical rainforest and, and uh, lots of industry, but pretty clean industry now. It used to do a lot of manufacturing. Um, and, but, you know, the kids went to an international school. There was an American school. We chose to have our kids go to the international school just because they went to an American school in Lexington. Right, right. I send them to an American school in Singapore. Uh, and so one time, <clears throat> I was, excuse me, I was looking at the roster of my daughter's second grade class and I had to call one of the other parents, third grade class, whatever it was. And there were 21 kids in the class and there were 17 nationalities. Really? And so it was just, you know. Fascinating. Your kids yeah. got this sense of Asia, but they also yeah. got a sense of all these countries in Europe and, and North Asia and Korean kids and Japanese kids. Right. And it was just, it was a great experience. What was your job for Lexmark in Singapore? What did so I, I led our, our efforts with Dell. Oh, okay. So Dell became Lexmark's biggest customer. In its biggest year, they did uh, about $15 million with us a week. Wow. Uh, and so they became about uh, between 15 and 20% of Lexmark's revenue. And so Dell decided that they were going to take all of their printer operations out of Texas and move those to Singapore. And so the, the CEO and the division president came to me and said, they're our biggest customer. We're going to put a senior manager out there. We need the, you know, the VP on the account to go. Are you willing to go? And uh, and so we said, let us go have a look, and uh, revert back to my roots here. So we were there. We in in October of 2004. And if you're a sports fan, a Boston sports fan, you know what happened in October 2004. <laughs> so I was there when they won the when the Red Sox won the World Series. Uh -huh. uh, but we looked around Singapore. It was great, and and so I had a team that I had uh, three expats, and then I had a, a local team. You know, mm -hmm. so I recruited local hires, and, and uh, we were in an office tower. I was on the top floor, 25th floor, and my office looked over the South China Sea. Wow. Our office was not in down, you know, in the central business district. It was just too pricey, so. Uh, right. So that was, that was sort of my career at, at, at Lexmark. Lexmark. Uh, right. It was a great career. I had a great ride there. And, and so in, in 2016, uh, when they were getting – you know, in the process of being sold off to the to the Chinese, they offered me a, a retirement, early retirement package. Mm -hmm. um, so at that point, I was 54, mm -hmm. and I wasn't ready to retire. And, and Lexmark had always had a seat on the board of directors of the of, the, of KSTC, mm -hmm. um, and and so I filled that seat for the last few years. And and one of the things that I had a regular conversation with the, with the rest of the board and with the the founder and president um chris kimmel i'll come back to him in a minute was let's hold that for a second take our break here okay okay and, uh we'll, we'll take the break and jump back in as soon as we uh are done it's the tom dupree show it's news radio 630 wlap it's a high wire balancing act of politics. Democrat and Republican. The left. Look, I'm a liberal. And the right. I'm also a conservative. Summertime circus of political discourse is upon us. And you're invited to join the fun. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. A fiduciary is a person or organization that owes to another the duties of good faith and trust. 
It is the highest legal duty of one party to another, and it means being bound ethically to act in the other's best interests. At Dupree Financial Group, we act as a fiduciary to our clients when managing their investments. This means simply that we put their interests first. We accept no commissions or transaction fees, only an asset-based percentage fee of our clients' assets, which directly aligns our interests with theirs. Think about it. A financial advisor who does well when you do well. If you'd like to know more about how this might work for you, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a no-obligation meeting and a discussion of your account. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree show, more of the late Dr. John. I go. Yeah, you do go. <laughs> All right, we're, we're, we're talking with Terry Samuel, and you were going to get into how you ended up at KSTC. Right. So, so uh, as I said right before the break was is that uh, I had served on the board on, on behalf of Lexmark and, and gotten to know Chris Kimmel uh, well. Uh, served on the executive committee, and we, we would have regular conversations because uh, I'd say this if Chris was sitting here, he was getting a little older. Yeah, um, he was now in his sixties, and and he had founded the organization. And I've been part of other nonprofit <clears throat> where the founder runs it for a long time, and when then when they leave, it sort of implodes. Yeah, he and Dr. Lee Todd founded it. Yeah, right. so I, I, I'm actually going to get to okay. history here okay. in a minute, but All right. uh, Go ahead. and so I said to Chris and the board, I said, you know, what's our succession plan? And, uh, and Chris is a, is a great visionary leader, but he doesn't always like to deal with that sort of right. basic HR stuff. And, and uh, so in, in, in 16, in the fall, I mean, the spring of 16, when I left Lexmark, I helped out at Space Tango. And I'll talk about Space Tango in a little bit, but I helped out at Space Tango, which is a, a, a company that KSTC founded and was volunteering there over the summer and just helping them with business process and that kind of thing. And so Chris calls me one day and says, let's have coffee. And. And so, um, so he says, I think I got a succession plan. I said, great, finally, what is it? And he said, it's you. You need a job. We need leadership. We know you. You know us. The, Perfect. the team's comfortable with you. We had one of our senior VPs uh, planning to retire at the end of 2016, and so I kind of slipped right into that role. And then Chris retired uh, January 31st of 2018. Right. So, so if I talk a little bit about the history of the organization is, is – uh, uh, Chris and then Lee Todd before he was at the university he was uh, running I, I can't remember which of his startup companies he was running but he was here in town and, and Chris and Lee were part of helping um, Martha Lane Collins kind of lay out a, a technology plan is when Steve Bashir was lieutenant governor and how are we going to move Kentucky forward so I'm not saying anything people don't know Kentucky's usually 45th to 50th and a lot of uh, of those sort of economic and and especially when it comes to tech companies and so Lee was part of that committee and Chris was part of that committee and and um, and so in 1987 they founded KSTC with a small grant from 
from Martha Lane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the rest is, is history. I'll talk, obviously, about that history. But um, Chris started in, uh, in a, he said, sort of a closet in an office downtown uh, in the building that's now 21C. Right. And, uh, and then they just went off and got some grants and did some programs and got some grants and did some programs. And, and the nature of running a nonprofit for, for 31 years, so we're now 32. I've run it for a year. Chris ran it for 31 years is you got to be entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. You've got to continue to just change and what, what program may have worked in, in 1989 doesn't work in 2009, right. 2019. And so you're always looking for what is the economy need? What is the, your clients need? Um, what are your customers need? And we talk about customers and clients and customers are people that write us checks and clients are the people we help. Mm -hmm. The entrepreneurs. So, well, it, it could be any. Okay. You know, and so uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of rattle through some of the programs, right? But, um, but there's some things that are unique about a, a, a nonprofit versus doing this. So we do a lot of stuff for under state grants and under federal grants. But there's a reason public-private partnerships exist. Because public-private partnerships, you can do things when you're not part of the government. We can move quicker. We can hire and fire. We can pay a little bit more, a little bit less. We don't put people on pensions. Mm -hmm. um, but probably the number one thing that KSTC can do is we stay the course. Mm -hmm. So we have one program that we started in 2002. It's when Ernie Fletcher was governor. It's called the SBI, our matching funds. So sounds pretty boring. Sounds, you know, we, we love acronyms. Governments love acronyms. Uh, SBIR is a federal program called Small Business Investment and Research, I think is what it stands for. And, and the whole point of it is, is that the big R&D organizations in the federal government have to set aside about 3% of their money to invest in small businesses. And they give grants to these businesses mm -hmm. to go commercialize research. So the biggest R&D organization in the federal government, take a guess, NASA. No, not even close. Biggest R&D. What's the biggest department in the government? Transportation? Defense. Defense. Sure. So DOD. DOD's yeah. huge. They spend a ton of money on R&D, right? You know, a lot of weapons programs. You know, the Joint Strike Fighter is how many billions of dollars are being spent on that, you know, around R&D. So they set aside 3%. NASA sets aside 3%. Um, energy is a big one. National Institute of Health, NSF, all of them, and, and companies apply throughout the country for those grants. And so what, what KSTC did with support from, from the state government is we developed a series of things, a series of actions to help Kentucky companies compete for those SBIR grants. Mm -hmm. Kentucky was 47 wow. when we started that program. In 2017, we were... 27 really how about that but it took 15 years yeah and and i'll tell you as a as a corporate guy as a guy out of a fortune 500 company you know i first heard 15 years boy we ought to be embarrassed by that right no it's the exact opposite now that i've been inside for a couple of years you realize in that same period tom when we went from 47th to 27th in kentucky one other state moved up more than one spot one other state 
Illinois went from 12th to 6th. We went from 47th to 27th, and every other state either stayed flat or went down. So what do you attribute that to? So, so what it takes is that steady you, – you, you can't come with a program, right? And this is any administration, Republican, Democrat. You come in, you do something for four years, the next guy comes in and does something different for four years. And you can't swing from left to right yeah. to left to right. You got to stay steady. And right. So it took 15 years, and, and what it was was it was, and that's a that's a program that that we're especially proud of. It was a three tiered approach. First thing is we had to we had to teach Kentuckians how to compete for those federal grants. Right. So we set up a number of educational programs. We set up these things called Phase Zero and Double Zero, a four thousand dollar grant, not a lot of money. So Guy Hewlett's a researcher. You may be at a university. You may be at UK, U of L, Moorhead, wherever you might be. Mm-hmm. Or you may just be an independent person. Right. And you are going to apply for one of these federal grants. You're probably going to have a success rate somewhere in the range of 15%, one out of six. What we do is we went in with these and we helped teach you how to write competitive grants. Right. We actually took 4,000 of that. We held back 700 to, to hire a professional editor. Mm-hmm. And then you submitted. And what happened is in, 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 in that period is our success rate went from about 15% to about 30%. That's fantastic. The last thing we did around that is, is we, the state funded matching grants. Oh, yeah. So if Tom Dupree got a federal grant and he was in Kentucky, and those federal grants are phase one's uh, – 150,000 and a phase two can be up to a million. Mm-hmm. The state matched it and it gave you a chance to commercialize. And we attracted researchers and companies to Kentucky that said, Kentucky's doing it. I'll move to Kentucky. I'll do that. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And so we went from 47 to 27. That's a great story. Stay with us as we talk with Terry Samuel, head of KSTC. It's the Tom Dupree Show. Win tickets before anyone can buy them. To our 2019 iHeartRadio Music Festival, starring Alicia Keys, Cage the Elephant, Camila Cabello, Chance the Rapper, Def Leppard, French Montana, Halsey, Hart, Her, Miley Cyrus, Mumford and Sons, Tim McGraw, Zach Brown Band. Our 2019 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Keep it here to win your trip to Vegas and set a reminder for our exclusive Capital One cardholder presale starting Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for a limited time. This is Trooper Joey Brown with the Kentucky State Police. No matter where you drive in Kentucky, crashes can happen anywhere. So we pay attention to unbuckled drivers and passengers. So get in and buckle up, day and night. Kentucky, this is our community. If writing a ticket can prevent tragedies like I've seen, I'll do it. Why? Because it saves lives. A message from law enforcement officers across Kentucky and the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety, who remind you, click it or ticket. The Forecastle Festival is back. Don't miss your chance to see the killers. The Avid Brothers, Anderson Pack, and the Free Nationals, and over 50 of your favorite artists at Louisville's Waterfront Park. July 12th to 14th, three unforgettable days with Portugal the Man, Maggie Rogers, Tyler Childers, Churches, Judah and the Lion, and many more. Forecastle Festival, July 12th to 14th, Louisville, Kentucky. Get on board and get your tickets now at forecastlefestival.com. President Trump on Twitter this morning says Mexico will try very hard. And if they do, this will be a very successful agreement for both the United States and Mexico. 
He's discussing the deal reached Friday that sees him call off tariffs on Mexican goods that were set to go into effect on Monday as Mexico says it's going further to secure the border with the U.S. Mexico will take unprecedented steps to increase enforcement to curb irregular migration, to include the deployment of its National Guard throughout Mexico, giving priority to its southern border. That's Mexican Ambassador Martha Barcena. Tariffs are still in place on Chinese goods, and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says he plans to meet one-on-one -on -one with the governor of China's central bank while in Japan for a summit of G20 finance ministers. Pacific Gas and Electric says it will turn off power today to about 1,600 customers in Northern California in Napa, Solano, and Yolo counties to reduce the wildfire risk. Brian Clark, ABC News. Our flood threat rolls on for this Saturday and right on into Sunday and Monday. Rounds of showers and thunderstorms putting down a lot of water over the past few days and a lot more rain is to come. Keep an eye on those creeks and streams. We're talking about highs generally mid-70s to around 80. Not going to rain the entire time, but when it does, it'll put it down. Have a great day. I'm WKYT Chief Mirages Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andrew 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80 some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56 year old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 30. Five years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you looking for fun and exciting gaming action in Kentucky? Well, look no further than Red Mile Gaming and Racing. Come play one of our 900 games. And new members who sign up for a Winner's Circle card will qualify for a special rebate offer up to $200. Guaranteed. That means everyone who signs up at Red Mile Gaming and Racing walks away a winner. Red Mile Gaming and Racing. Red hot excitement. Visit player services or redmileky.com for details. 6.30 WLAP. Light and cough if you're going to cough. Am I on? Yeah. You are on. We are all on this morning. There you go. Back on the Tom Dupree show with uh, Terry Samuel. Terry Samuel. Um, <laughs> I get your name right. Dr. John Stud got your yeah. head. Yeah. Uh, Dr. John. Bill Samuels, Kentucky. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, not a relation. Yeah. I keep trying to convince them. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go to Maker's Mark. Yeah. So tell us a little more about KSTC, some of the things that you guys are doing. Uh, it's a fascinating story about how the thing got started under Lee Todd and Chris Kimmel and then uh, 
is continuing on. You're the second leader of it. Right, in 32 years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the, the, as I said earlier, you run a, a myriad of programs. Uh, you guys are maybe more familiar with some of the investment um, programs we do. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the, 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 the thing about KSTC is, as, as I said earlier, in over 30 years, you, programs come and go. You got to continue to innovate on those programs, continue to modify them. If you have one that goes for a while, you got to run it. So let me run. I, I gave you the SBIR, and, and, and let me just kind of circle back to that for a minute. That, that one of the things about that is, as I come back to this thing, is it did take 15 years for us to climb from 47 to 27. Yeah, but and and one of the things that, that's the great thing. Yeah, and one of the things a public-private partnership does is is we stayed steady in what we were doing, while other states come and go, and they try this program and they try that, and different administrations, and so so that's really the value, not just of KSTC, but of any public-private partnership. I think. So another program that we're very proud of is is something called Advance Kentucky, all one word. For those listeners who want to Google it, but it's all one word, Advanced Kentucky. And what, what it does is it goes into, started with high schools. We've now down moved down into middle schools where we've been in more than half the, the high schools in Kentucky. And it's focused around advanced placement, AP exams. You remember taking those in high school? Sure. Oh, yeah. I didn't do so well, but that's okay. Uh, I <laughs> kind of survived and moved on. The what And the reason we focus on AP is because it's a national nationally recognized mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you go right. to a university in Kentucky or you go to MIT or Stanford or wherever it's going to be recognized we focus on math science and English and it's an incredible program from the perspective it was originally funded through NIMSI which is the National Math Science Initiative and uh, and it's now supported by the Kentucky Department of Education which is really important to have that support so that when you go into a school and you say we're supported in part, so it's not 100% funded by, by KDE, but in part by the Kentucky Department of Education. They tend to be more welcome. Oh, okay, this must be, uh, must be supported by the state. And what we do is we go in and we say, okay, here's, here's a school. We're going to go in and we're going to teach the teachers how to teach AP. We about triple the amount of kids. So what happens a lot is, is kids sort of get self-selected or selected by teachers so as I look around this room, we say, okay, Tom, Tom is AP material. Guy and Terry, no. maybe not. <laughs> Definitely not and me. we go in and we say, no, they are, and we about triple the amount really? of kids taking an AP class and taking the AP exam. We spend a lot of time in rural, but we spend a lot of time in, in urban schools around Kentucky. And when we about triple the amount of kids taking an AP exam from where they were before, so XYZ school, Bryan Station is one where we've been in Lexington. We're in Frederick Douglass now. And they may have had 15 kids taking AP physics. We get it to, to say 45. Really? And it's not exactly ah, triple. Right. right. How do you And then what make we do, one, so one, one, one more quick point. Then we about hold the pass rate. Really? So it turns out the guy and Terry really can do AP. Yeah. Wow. How is it you promulgate uh an interest in these things uh and and make more people want to do them it's pretty uh, it, it, it's a multi-tiered thing but part of that is we'll pay the kid there you go you uh -huh. get you get a qualifying score which is a three four five so tom you take this ap physics class 
you were kind of maybe on the fence, or maybe you were going to take it and not work too hard. If you get a three, four, or five, we're going to pay you a hundred bucks. Nothing like that. The all-time record at KSTC is one kid got seven hundred dollars one year. He he got, and it was it was in a uh, uh, a school in Eastern Kentucky. He passed. He got seven qualifying scores in one year, which is incredible. What makes me so excited about this is what a plan to discover Kentucky talent. Exactly, exactly. And and the thing about that is that return to Kentucky kids and their parents conservatively is $20 million. So when you go to a UK (laughs) with a three, four, or five – you're getting out of classes. You're walking in with credits. You can, you may start as a second semester freshman. You may start as a sophomore relative to credits. Mm-hmm. And so when we look and we're using pretty conservative, we're using you know on the lower end of tuition. If you go to a, a private, a center, or a transy, or you go out of state, and and you get credit for those, the dollars go up. But using sort of the state university system, and what what kids have earned, they've earned more than we've returned more than twenty million dollars in savings. In savings of tuition. Yep, tuition, and and we look at okay, you saved a whole semester, it's a room and board. What a story! Uh, we trained we trained eleven hundred teachers. Our teachers are now going out across the country. They're 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 the readers for AP exams. They're training teachers. We sent some teachers up to New York City recently to train New York City teachers, and. We all know, oh, you're from Kentucky. No, we're <laughs> yeah. from Kentucky, and we know what we're doing. That's yeah. right. So that's a program we're, we're proud of. Uh, we run the Kentucky Aerospace Industry Consortium. Blown away by that. So aerospace is our biggest export. I know. You go ask people, and they say, oh, it's bourbon. Yes. No, it's not bourbon. By the way, bur- I checked. Bourbon, $450 million in 2017. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah. Really? $450 million. I thought it was an $8 billion. We exported $450 million worth of yeah. bourbon from Kentucky in so 17. People think autos because right. know, Ford and Corvette and obviously Toyota's huge and all that. They're not Aerospace leaving. is number one. Yeah. And so the lieutenant governor a few years ago <clears throat> realized that aerospace should be a focus. There was a grant through the Kentucky Coalition of uh, – uh, Kentucky Commission on Military Affairs, KCMA. Uh, Colonel Colonel Hedges <clears throat> leads that organization, reports into the governor, and and they gave us a grant. They got a federal grant and gave us a subgrant to go start this. And it's really focused around three things: is is helping the small companies in Kentucky get ready to be a supplier to the big companies. So they need quality certifications called QS or AS ninety one hundred, and they need cybersecurity training. And then the the second thing is we go out helping the, the Cabinet for Economic Development. We've been to uh, Montreal Air Show, Tokyo Air Show. Paris Air Show is later this month. We're going to be there for the third year. The first year, it was basically the governor on his own. Really? Last year, it was a few more. This year, we have a contingent, I think, of 30 companies going over there. So we run that program. Um, we run what's called a PTAC. So I told you, we love our acronyms. The Procurement Technical Assistance Center. Every state has a pre- PTAC. Kentucky's PTAC had been um, not at KSTC. It had gone dormant. And the goal of that organization is to help Kentucky companies learn how to compete for government contracts. Big deal. We're talking with Terry Samuel, who's the head of Kentucky Science and Technology Corporation, and he's telling us about things that they do.
by the way. The, yeah, uh, I wanted so, to say something, too. I want to interject something because you're moving into all these other programs, and you're all doing so many incredible things. We could we could spend days in here talking about it. I get pretty excited because it's about Kentucky. Yeah. The aerospace business, by the way, export business, Kentucky's the number three state. Number two now. Oh, number two now behind two. Washington? Washington. Or? Okay. Yeah, they got this little thing called Boeing out there. Yeah, Boeing out in Washington. But we're right. number two. So Kentucky's number two in exports, $11.7 billion. With a B. With a B, dollars being exported. That's a big deal. It, so, it must right. be mainly smaller companies because there's not many aerospace companies you think of when you think Kentucky. There's more than you think. Right, There's yeah. more than you think. And what happens is we're connecting those companies to one another, and we're connecting those companies to, to bigs. We don't you're, – you're right, Tom, about aerospace. You're right about Kentucky in general. We don't have one – one of the disadvantages that Kentucky has, one of the challenges KSTC has, is in general Kentucky doesn't have big companies. Mm-hmm. We don't have a Boeing. We don't have – you know. Boeing opened a second plant in South Carolina. Yeah. That would have been great to be in Kentucky. Uh, aerospace in general is is doing what auto did years ago, and they're moving down into the southern. Um, so Airbus is down in, in the south. Mm-hmm. Boeing's in South Carolina. Saab mm-hmm. uh, air, uh, Aircraft just announced a plant in Indiana. Um, we didn't get that one. We, we worked with the cabinet to try to help um, sell Kentucky on that one. Indiana got it. Um, but we have GE aircraft, mm-hmm. which is up both in Northern Kentucky and in Cincinnati. We got Amazon coming into CVG. Yeah. We got UPS. Right. Uh, in, in Louisville, obviously, you know, that's a huge, huge anchor for us. Speaking of Amazon coming into CVG, it was announced this week that FedEx dropped the Am- Amazon contract. Really? Yeah, so I, it's I it's, didn't see that. I yeah, see it's that. it's coming. It's going to be here. At the, the, yeah, right. The next gonna, day, Air by Amazon's going to be here real soon. It is, and it's going to be is. in Kentucky. Yep. So we got UPS in Louisville, and Amazon and, and yeah, Covington. Covington. Yep. So, um, so that's that's aerospace, and but we we need in general Kentucky needs some big companies, right? We have the biggest company in Kentucky is Humana. Um, here in Lexington, we have Alltech. Right. And Alltech doesn't always get picked up because it's not public, and so therefore the the cap value isn't picked up. Mm-hmm. But it's it's huge, and it's hugely important. And ag tech is a place that we believe Kentucky can really can really lead. Um, and you know, Dr. Pierce Lyons and now Dr. Mark Lyons both believe that. Um, we have Lexmark, you know, so it's now Chinese owned, and we have GE Appliances, which is Chinese owned, and so that's changed that. That dynamic a little bit, but Lexmark's still here. They're still an anchor company. Um, Alan Wagerman, the new CEO, great for Alan, great for Lexmark. I mean, I know Alan; he's a great guy. So, th- so that that'll be great leadership there. Um, but we don't have a lot of big anchor companies, right? right? And sense. one thing I wanted to remind of, and I, I was thinking about this last night. We were talking about how this stuff takes a long, steady approach. It was 80 years ago this year that these two guys named Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard graduated from Stanford and started a little company in their garage in right. Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. 80 years. You don't build Silicon Valley overnight. No. no. And, we, and, and you got to have that sort of steady focus. And oh, by the way, it helps when you get Stanford down the street, right? But we got UK, we got L. we have the six comprehensives. We got a lot in Kentucky to work with. 
you got to stay steady on that stuff. Yeah. Right. And, and KSTC has been doing that for a long time. That's great. Let's take a break here and then we'll wrap it up when we come back. It is the Tom Dupree show. We're talking with Terry Samuel, president of KSTC. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. The news you want to know. The tariffs go on, and I mean it, too. But nothing else seems to be working. We've tried everything. Stay in the know. Unwanted robocalls. Joe Biden. Mahide Amendment. Check in often. Circumstances have changed. With News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree. A fiduciary is a person or organization that owes to another the duties of good faith and trust. It is the highest legal duty of one party to another, and it means being bound ethically to act in the other's best interests. At Dupree Financial Group, we act as a fiduciary to our clients when managing their investments. This means simply that we put their interests first. We accept no commissions or transaction fees, only an asset-based percentage fee of our clients' assets, which directly aligns our interests with theirs. Think about it. A financial advisor who does well when you do well. If you'd like to know more about how this might work for you, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a no-obligation meeting and a discussion of your account. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. Talking with Terry Samuel, president of KSTC. Just tell us a few more in, in the time we've got left, Terry. Tell us a few more things about KSTC and what, what you've done. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I get, I, get, I get pretty wound up about this stuff. We do a lot, of, a lot of really good programs. So I was talking a little bit about PTAC. We have a program called VALO, which is helping veterans. One of the crazy things is if you're a veteran, if you're a guy coming out of the military, man or woman coming out of the military, you have what's called an MOS, which is a military occupational specialty. Mm. And let me use a simple one people can relate to an MP. You've been an MP, you've been certified by the military, you come out, you got to go to the full police academy. And so we don't, and, and this is not unique to Kentucky. States just don't recognize this. And so we're working with the state licensing. It has to be a state licensed occupation. That's the LO and VALO. Um, and and we've gotten through we did this on air, air uh, aircraft technicians and now with with mps where you can get credit for what you did in the military if you're certified on an mos so that's a program uh we run ksef which is we we used to um that program has been pulled in in-house by the by the uh state but we used to run r d uh programs and and what that does is allow our state universities we ran a very rigorous uh, award process, had 16,000. We have 16,000 reviewers around the world. We don't use Kentucky reviewers. And that's not a, a negative to Kentucky. It's just we want it to be unbiased. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And if UK is evaluating UofL and UofL is evaluating UK, it's just it's not seen as, as right. unbiased. Um, and we, we've helped Kentucky researchers raise the bar, raise their game to compete nationally by issuing issuing uh, state grants to do core research. Uh, and then a, a, a big program that we've run for many years is called the Kentucky Enterprise Fund. Yeah. 
and and that's a uh, uh, was an early stage investment fund that we ran. We ran that uh, through June of last year. Um, the states pulled that in house uh, to to run on their own through the Cabinet of Economic Development. And so from say 2001 through 2018, we invested 135 companies. We invested 27 million dollars. Had a return of 20. Now you might say, "All right, Tom, you're a financial guy. Well, pay in 27, get out 20. What, what's the good in that? I'll get there in a second. Um, <laughs> 20 in profit, though, right? Well, no, no, that was total return. Okay. So we're technically in the hole, but I'll get back to that in a second. We took of the 20, we put five back in. So it's intended to be by the General Assembly an evergreen fund. So we've invested 32, had 15 left. We transferred that back over to the state in April. In fact, mm -hmm. issued a press release earlier this week, and the state will be running that. But we have equity in 68 companies. Right. And we expect to have some very good returns. I'm gonna, I want to use one company as a quick example. As, is This is a really good example of, of KSTC and the difference we made. There's a company up in northern Kentucky called Bexion, and they're developing cancer drugs. They started on glioblastoma, which is a, a, a brain cancer. It's, it's what killed John McCain. Mm -hmm. They've moved into other cancers, pancreatic and liver and, and more cancers than, than, than um, I can name. And, and I'll tell you, you, you read their website. I mean, you got to have a PhD in biochem just to read the website. These are really, really <laughs> smart guys. Right. They started with one of those phase zero, double zero grants, 4,000 bucks. They got those from KSTC. They applied for federal grants, SBIR from the National Institute of Health. They got those. We gave them matching funds. They built that company. They kept commercializing it. Everybody knows to develop a new drug takes a long, long time. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of money. So we made the phase zero. We made the matching grant. And then we've invested $750,000 in them. We haven't seen a return yet. And clearly, the thing is about drug companies, it could all blow up mm -hmm. if the drug you know, has some side effect. But right now, they're continuing. They're, they're doing really, really well. I expect that to have a very good return. Mm -hmm. I could be dead wrong. But assuming that drug continues, and if you're solving brain cancer, mm -hmm. you're going to have a good return. That money will come back to the Commonwealth. Right. Yes, and it so, will. So the 68 companies, we have Schedule It, which is down in Elizabethtown. We have Podchaser. There's a bunch of companies that are out there that we own equity. And Zimetry, if you know Make Time, Jura Parish, mm -hmm. that company has been now now folded in with Zimetry. We, we own equity in that. And and one of the things, there's two key things about the Enterprise Fund that, that we should all be proud of as Kentuckians is is one, we, we, with this press release that went out earlier this week, one of the invest, I mean, one of the, the entrepreneurs said, it almost wasn't the money as much as it was, I could now say KEF was invested, KSTC was invested, and it gave me a boost to know that people believed in my, my company. Right, yeah. it's an imprimatur. Yes, but the second piece is, we're not lead investors. We're follow-on investors. There's been another $1.3 billion invested in those 135 companies. Really? Because of our seed investment. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at that, there's a company here in town, Summit. Mm -hmm. They've got over 100 employees. So when you look at that return, we're not counting any of the any return of, of the follow-on investment, of the employees, of the mm -hmm. payroll taxes. Apellis is a, is a uh, drug company in Louisville. It's got a market cap of 
three quarters of a billion now. That was a KEF investment. We got an unsolicited email from the founder, Cedric Francois, after they went public. And he, he sent it to Chris, and he said, I just wanted to say we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, for KSTC. They're at, they got a market cap of $750 million. So, so that's now that program's been pulled in house by the state, and and you know that's that's what happens. Um, we have Space Tango. Space Tango is a company that that um, is a spin out of KSTC. It started with Kentucky Space. When we founded Kentucky Space, all sorts of interesting things on the internet. You know, people in bib overalls and with a bucket of yeah. chicken saying, "This is what you're going to do." <laughs> we proved them wrong. We have two yes, labs. You have. We got two labs flying around 100. 75 miles or wherever the ISS is right we're flying experiments up there right got a team of of you know a dozen people working on this stuff right on Winchester Road yeah this yeah. gravity free labs uh, yep. is a big deal well, it, it is it is weird stuff happens right right in, where in, there's in, no gravity in, in zero gravity so so space tango is something that we that we're very proud of is what's happened here in 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 Lexington started with KSTC it's got you, you know most of the grads most of the the employees there are related to UK or U of L um, they're Kentuckians they want to be here and we're flying stuff to ISS on a regular yeah. basis. We got two labs up there. We can run 42 experiments at once. So, so that's sort of where we're at. Um, the future KSTC. There have been a number of programs pulled in house, and the, and and you know that's within the rights of the of the uh, of the administration. But what happens relative to that is we got to reinvent ourselves again. There you go. Right. You know, we're talking out of state, which is something we hadn't traditionally done. But we have some skills that are really well recognized. Um, and that we don't have to limit ourselves to, to the state lines. Um, but we're looking at, you know, we're doing things in, in middle schools now, we think pushing further down into middle school. What we found in middle school is you're not going to be a STEM career if you didn't get the right math and science in middle school. That's right. Yeah. And if we don't get you there, we're not going to get you through AP exams in high school and then, and then into university. Mm -hmm. So we're in the process of reinventing ourselves uh, again. And, and that's something we've done traditionally through the years. That's and great. So that, that's kind of KSTC, not in a nutshell. Um, yeah. but. Well, there's something really interesting here. I wanted to, I don't want to leave without saying this. Credit needs to be given where credit is due. And we had a governor, and she was our first female governor. Not only did she bring Toyota, but she was the vision of Kentucky Science Technology Corporation. And what you guys are doing for our state economically is incredible and you're doing it with humility you don't have to be the guy out there saying we're right. it yep. yeah i love that yep. right and congratulations one of, the, one of the things that kstc we talk more about our programs than the organization you know and that's been that's good and bad and so i, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and talk yeah. a little bit we, about we appreciate you coming in yeah we've been you. speaking with uh, terry samuel head of KSTC, it's the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP.